Happy Tuesday, which also is International Women's Day. Duh, and Women's Day every every day. No, it's actually <laughs> International Women's Day. Um, it's a it's a, ce- a celebration of economic, social, cultural, and political achievements of women. So basically, just any achievements of women mm-hmm. to celebrate that. It is annually on this day, and every year they do um, a special theme. Mm-hmm. And this theme this year is breaking the bias. Meaning just making sure that women are getting equal consideration and equal opportunities yeah. in all places in the world, which is a you know, struggle in certain places in the world. What do you uh do you do anything special with the girls? You or know talk to them or Well I I think the girls maybe, being your daughters. My, yeah. Um if I see them today because you know they're such busy young women. Yeah. But yeah, what's funny about it is I don't have to wait for International Women's Day for our girls to talk to me about this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, and they've grown up in an environment where I think they understand they're absolutely capable of achieving and nobody in the household is going to, you know, suppress them. They're, I, I, they've always spoken as very empowered young ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. 100%. And, and I've always been very busy with my own life, too, working and trying to do everything and trying to do. That's the funny thing about achievement. If you think about women... And you're thinking of these prize winners and women who've made it to the top of their companies. It also means anything. Like, it just means anything. If you started running your own business or if you, you know, it means anything in the community that you've done. If you volunteer and you help and you're sort of a leader, any sort of achievement. But it's funny that you ask about them, Sam, because one of the, the one thing that made me feel probably the most empowered as a woman. Well, there's a lot of stuff at work. There's a lot of stuff here with you guys. But just as a woman, was becoming a mother and still doing all of this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because once you become a mother, you ever heard that that saying that motherhood is a mental illness? You guys ever heard that? <laughs> no. Yeah, Why? it'll drive you to do things that you normally wouldn't have done. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. You know, make up, your mama bears come out. Yeah. And so it changes you to become a mother. It's the biggest, it's one of the biggest life changes you can ever have. But... You see a lot of young women who have babies, and then they take on too much. You ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Like, starts to join this club and do that and really kick in their career at the same time. Yeah. It's because they're, they're scared of losing themselves to motherhood. So I think becoming a mother and still doing all of this with you guys and working, um, probably one of the biggest empowering things that ever happened for me. Because, like, yeah. oh, I can do, oh, I really you, can do everything. Yeah, you've done it very well. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, you know... It helped me know me that I can really do all of this. So we'll touch on it a little bit more today as we celebrate women and all of their achievements. Come hang out with us later today. We'll have another Murphy, Sam & Jody After the Show podcast. It's absolutely free and uh, only online. Um, Yesterday's After the Show podcast, we were telling you that when Murphy and I were leaving that little small town we went to on Saturday... Um, we the had coffee-less get, town. Right. We could yeah. not find a cup of designer coffee in the joint, well, in the whole place. Be, it didn't have to be designer, actually. We're, well, you, you were know, just looking for coffee, coffee shop. A coffee. Shop. Yeah, I right. wanted a, co- a place, a cup of coffee from a coffee house, Correct. which seemed to be on every corner in America, you know, and I couldn't find one. And then the one we found was locked, closed yeah. up early for two hours. That's, that's how much of a small town it was. So anyway, That's how it gets its charm. On the way out of town, we stopped at a gas station. Murphy's like, you know what? Gas station coffee, because I really wanted some coffee. Mm-hmm. And so we did. Oh, it's really funny about this. Before you say that, remember, we went to two fast food restaurants. Neither oh, yeah. of them had coffee. What? Yes, I know. One I know, of them we... that supposedly serves it 24 hours a day was not able to. You know, I just checked with my manager. We don't have iced coffee. 
Okay, how about regular coffee? No. Nope. Yeah, we don't have that either. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Really not a, a, a good representation of this town. I just think it was a anyway. sign, you know what I mean? Anyway. These are national chains we're talking so, about. Anyway, the, my, the coffee that I got from the gas station was awesome because yeah. I was able to doctor it up and put, you know, make it all Jody happy or whatever. But on the way out, I was cracking up at the register. Do you remember? I took oh, a yeah. picture. You couldn't stop. You laughed all the way out. In fact, people were turning their heads in the store to I see didn't. what you were laughing at. At the, at the um, checkout, there was an actual, it looked like an Easter basket. Yeah. Okay. With like paper towels in the bottom of it and eggs just piled up eggs. And I knew boiled they were boiled. Eggs. And I'm like, yeah. are these boiled eggs? And she goes, yep. I said, you you just sell boiled eggs at the at the register, and she said, yeah, and I loved it. I took a picture of it. You've never seen but, that before? No, not at the register. I've, I've not seen, seen it that. like at salad bars, oh, or yeah. but no. And I was like, that's the cutest thing ever. How much do you sell them for? And she said, thirty nine cents a piece. And, I'm like, <laughs> and that's so funny yeah. to me. I love boiled eggs. Like for breakfast. cents, why not just forty? I don't know. <laughs> Did that? You should have been better. there. <laughs> anyway, they had a whole basket of them, and, and I said, "You got a lot today." She goes, "Yeah, we sell more during the week." I'm like, "Yep." Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. And she said, "I mean, it's logical. Most people grab them at breakfast." I yeah. love it. I love that. It was the cutest thing ever. Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, I know you're not a fan of sequels. Or remakes. No, uh, you know, sequels depends. Okay. Empire Strikes Back was one of the best sequels ever. Okay, so remakes are are your problem. He only had a problem with the other four Star Wars movies that came later. (laughs) We should say what you, it's a shorter list of what you don't have a problem with. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) Sequels for a reason are good. I know. Like that I Am Legend one you were telling us about. That sounds like it'll be fun. I know. But making a sequel or a prequel just to make one. Just because you know it'll make money. Yeah, and some have have struggles making it. The original Hangover. Hilarious so movie. Great, great. Hangover two. Not so Number much. Three. They Don't need to bother. Stop. They need to stop. Okay. Well, Sex gonna... in the City. How about that one? The movie was great. The sequel. The second one, no. Exactly. Never. Don't waste your time. But okay. the reboot. Wonderful. All right. So speaking of a spinoff series, you're a fan of a spinoff series, right? Because yeah. Mandalorian really yeah. checks oh, your boxes. Yeah. Well, the new Batman movie made a ton of money this weekend. Maybe we're not so different. Our Pats yeah. as Batman. Uh, the word was Matt Reeves, the film's director, had always said there would be an HBO Max drama following the film that mm-hmm. would be a TV show based on this Batman Is he gonna star and in this it? story. It was going to be a Gotham Police Force oh, okay. thing. But it, with all the interest, it would have done well. He's scrapping that, but he says he will do one about the Penguin. Played by Colin ah, Farrell. Okay. Look for it on HBO Max. Coming up next. If you're sick of playing Wordle, or maybe you <laughs> keep losing, I got a new one for you, and it's song-based. We all know what Wordle is, right? Yes, I played it once. I'm done. <laughs> oh, I was over that fast. It's funny how you can get into it. You're all about it for a week, and then meh. I played it one day. Yeah, I yeah, did I was too. like, it's not for me. And then the New York Times bought it. Well, apparently it's spawned a lot of copycats like Wordle. Which yeah. test test your geography knowledge? Okay, cool. ha, 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 that's cute. But there's a new one, Jody, that's right up your alley. It's called Hurdle. H e a r d l e. Ooh, like you heard. Yeah. Bring and what it. they do is they play a snippet of a song, oh. and can you guess it the first time? No. Okay, we'll play two snippets. Can you guess it now? Three <sighs> snippets. So we're mad gonna... points if you guess it in the first. Well, I mean, you'll probably play it once and not do this again either. I don't know. You, you I like this. Uh, all right, so we have it pulled up to the, uh, one of the uh, hurdles, and so Murphy's going to play the first snippet. Here we go. 
Uh-huh. So Got cool. it? No. I mean, I heard it. Okay. So I play the next one and then, I guess. Still not ringing a bell? It's like some sort of solar. All right. Sonar. Well, we're going to do it again until you get it. I don't know this. You know the song. That's weird. It's just a weird beginning of the song, right? right? Try it again, Murphy. Oh, All right. I guess me. we'll have to give you the final one here. Still not ringing any bells. Is it a different version of something? Here we go. Ariana Grande. <laughs> Congratulations, you lose. I did lose. Yeah, that was it. I yeah. did you lose. You went the whole way. Maybe because it's just she has so because many songs, and I, I think get it's them the all sound, confused. Like you said, it sounded sound like something or under yeah. under the ocean. Yeah. Actually, I do think I would play this on the daily. Thank yeah. you. It's called H E Hurdle. It's H E A R D L E dot app A P P. Thank you. So kind of like Wordle, you get six tries to guess it. Mm. A little longer each time. And by the way, these are songs that were some of the most streamed songs in the past decade. Uh-huh. Okay. So they are familiar songs. But you only get one a day? It's just like Wordle. You get one a day, and then you got to wait till tomorrow. Coming up next. Go to our Facebook page and get in your comments. So last week, it was kind of funny when Jody stumbled across a rodent in their carport that mm-hmm. she couldn't identify as a rat or a mouse. She thought it was a mouse. Because he was cute. It, it looked like a well, huge, like a rat. It was huge. He kind of had a mouse face, cute. but yeah, I know. So, I mean, I, I, I guess I get where the confusion would come from. The face of a mouse and the body of a rat. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so Jody posted that one on our Facebook page, and yeah. naturally everybody's got some kind of a story like that. Well, mm-hmm. the thing is... Everybody took the bait. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Sam. <clears throat> um, I do think they're very cute. I think possums really? are really cute to stop. <laughs> possums are cute until they pa- open their mouths and then they look kind of... Yeah, you know, possums are cute. They are cute and they're harmless and they're sweet. Yeah. And most of the time, their mama's trying to protect their babies. My friend has... This a, is the backstory you give them? It's true. If you read about them... And you need to put that little fake right. mouse away. Okay. And you do remember, Sam, Sam. that in Jody's world, every animal talks. That's also, true. So. not true. Don't do that. They have feelings. They wish they could talk. <laughs> they try to communicate. Yeah. Anyway... Um, if one scurried across me, I would freak out. Yeah. But if I'm just looking at their little faces, of course I think they're cute. So on our Facebook page, Celeste, I think they're cute too, and possums too. Mm-hmm. Love them all. Um, Janice said she's definitely the only one who thinks they're cute. I scream. I hate them. Um, Laura, I had two rats in college, Mocha and Chino. <laughs> they were super friendly and cute. What cute wait, names. Wait, wait. Were these just... Errant rats that were named, it or were these like, pets? Sounds like I don't know. <laughs> they were house rats, some and we people, just named some them. Some people have house rats that they choose not to kill. Remember, I told you when I worked in college, I, there was a little mouse in the where I worked, and I fed him potato chips sometimes because he was cute. Gee, wonder Rebecca, why he never went away. Rebecca <laughs> said, "This is marshmallow," and sent us a picture of a little Aww. white mouse at her house. Mice are cuter than rats, I think, though. A hundred percent. I know people will have pet mice. You've yeah. heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to play with them though. I just I'm saying, looking at their little faces. You not like rod- rodents for like playing with no, like gerbils? Or I don't know. No, no, no. I don't want to touch them. But I'm just oh. saying, looking at them, I think they're sweet. 
and even possums. I don't want to touch them. Yeah, you know, it's cute as a chinchilla. <laughs> yeah. Have you, so- it, they're crazy soft. Sam, have you ever had a chinchilla? No. They're really sweet <laughs> Although soft, they're yeah. very skittish. They don't they want are, you to touch them. Yeah, correct. You're right. All right, we love hearing from you. Keep it coming anytime on Facebook or Instagram. I know this sounds super romantic, but Murphy and I watched a documentary together the other Whoa. night. <laughs> we know how to spend a Friday night. But it was so good. You can't miss it. Tell you about it on the way. It's International Women's Day, and uh, you know something that Jody and I watched a few days ago, to me, really stands out as something that represents what today's about, and it's the story of Lucille Ball and her relationship with Desi and how she the was show. so involved with the show and mm-hmm. running that company. The mm-hmm. The uh, latest documentary that her daughter actually has put together, which is all from the original tapes recorded in their family's home. I'd like you to meet my favorite redhead, the mother of my children, ladies and gentlemen, Lucille Ball. To me, makes this really one of the best documentaries I've ever seen on Mm -hmm. the two of them and their story. It's just a, even if you weren't an I Love Lucy fanatic about it, Mm. the story and the way that it's evolved and it's... Crazy interesting. It's crazy good, yeah. Um... Murphy's always been fascinated with the story of Desi Lou and how Desi and, and Lucy together created it and mm-hmm. changed television. Not just they were the first, they changed it. He didn't like the way it looked, the technology, so he switched it to film. Yeah. Um, I did not know this until the other night watching this that um, they created the um, rerun model that we have today yeah. because oh, wow. of her getting pregnant and wanting some time off. And it was just like, then we run reruns. And the Otherwise, reason, shows only aired once. Yeah, they they aired live, and they were not recorded necessarily for replayback. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Um, also, yeah. when they rehearsed and rehearsed like crazy all week long, she was the number one there. She would get there at first and stay late, and she was a business person. She she even said, "I'm not a funny person. I have to work to get these laughs." Yeah. So she it was she was very intentional about everything. Um, um, they would film it live in front of a studio, and that was it. If they tripped, messed up, that became the show. They yeah. didn't do retakes. Well, that's kind of cool. It's so yeah. cool. Um, but the actually, truly, Murphy, it was. It's a love story. It's really about them loving each other. True. And, um, not that they didn't have problems. There's a lot of bumps along the way because yeah. they work together and all this pressure, and because they're from such different backgrounds. It's kind of a love. It's a. It's definitely a love story too. What's the biggest mm-hmm. new thing you learned, or the biggest surprise? I guess. Um, it's not a surprise to me that she was intentional about it, yeah. and but more of a pioneer than I knew. Like yeah. she, uh, most people would have walked away and said, "Okay, I can't live like this." But she kept doing yeah. it. Yeah, and that's the first look that I've ever had. And you've heard that about comedians before. The serious side is not what you see. Yeah. She was a, a perfectionist and driven to succeed. And the the price of that success sometimes takes its fractures toll, right? other but things it's, yeah. a, it's an incredible story it's called um lucy and desi it's a documentary produced by amy poehler and it is on prime now today is international women's day a day to mark women's achievements across the board in every area of the world you know um there are a lot of pioneers that are going to be recognized today but i'm just curious jody who very cool do you have a mentor okay you guys told me to be ready for this and mm-hmm. i know it's going to seem like an obvious and I, I i wish she had been my mentor but i will say you know i've drawn to powerful women i think i've always been drawn to powerful women because i never felt powerful 
really? when I was young. I felt powerless. Are you kidding me? So um, I'm so drawn to powerful women. That's why you hear me talk about loving J Lo and loving Gaga from the you know I do love Lady Gaga yeah. from you know from the world of entertainment. And it may seem like a an obvious pick for me, but someone I think that you can learn a lot from as a woman is Oprah. For too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dared this to was when she made that speech when she was being given this award right men. before the me too movement and all this but yeah. the reason i bring up oprah is we all grew up watching her watching yeah. that show and if you watch somebody every day or if you partake of someone's personality every day you kind of learn a lot from them yeah. you don't even realize it i'm watching because ooh she was talking about this today or ooh they're doing that today and that's i was watching for the content but you end up learning from her as a woman especially and i ended up in media she overcame so much to be where she was. And one of the things I like about her the most is that she was always the same, no matter if she's sitting in front of President mm-hmm. Obama or if she's talking to her best friend, Gail, or if she's talking to, you know, Eddie Murphy. It doesn't matter. She was always the same. And that's because she didn't let anybody else take her power from her. Right. She didn't let anybody change her. And I think that's one of the things that women, you don't realize that you do it, but you let people take your power from you. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if you guys can kind of understand that from a girl's point well, of view, but that's why when you when you hear the uh, the story of Oprah before the Oprah Winfrey show even became, how many times she was shut down, told no, yeah. I mean, she, all of the, these yeah. obstacles, even the ones that you know because of her weight she wasn't hired for certain jobs. And, and she was you know? so honest about all that right. too. That's what I like about it. She was always so honest in giving of herself. There's mm-hmm. just so much to learn from her. When she gave Rachel Ray that chance and that opportunity and kind of took her under her wing, she told her just be yourself. Just be yourself and you'll do fine. And so that's why she's kind of mine. Yeah. That makes My sense to me. Role model. I would say there's a, that's a good pick. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. When you've had a favorite show in the past, one that you couldn't wait for an episode of, like for many, The Walking Dead, this might spark you. Yeah. Sam, especially you. You were all about this. I remember you watching this with your daughter, Maddie, right? Yeah, but. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, you for, loved for it about six or seven seasons, and it's like okay. Okay, you had enough after that. Yeah. Well, there's a spinoff coming. Um, oh, I saw this yesterday. Maggie and Negan. Yeah. Are both coming back, and it's about them. It's Isle of the Dead. Isle of the Dead, a six-episode <laughs> series that will find them in post-apocalyptic Manhattan, cut yeah. off from the mainland. You know, and the two actors, Lauren Cohen and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, will return for this. See, they picked two of the biggest characters from Walking Dead. That's how Smart you do move. it. That's how you do a spinoff, yeah. right? You got to go big. Like, hey, the uh, Game of Thrones people are doing a Targaryen spinoff. I yeah. think that's a big one. Well, yeah, and, Prequel and series. Walking Dead's almost at the end. It's This is the last season. It's played itself out. Wait, wait, so. wait. The regular Walking Dead is still going? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm not a zombie person, even yeah. though I'm a Jeffrey Dean Morgan girl. Okay, it's expected to be on AMC and AMC+. Plus. Did you know that existed? Mm. Next year. Coming up next. Coming to you, Sarah. She wants to tell us about her classroom pets at 877-310-4MSJ. Text or call us, 877-310-4MSJ. Always love to hear from you there. Also on our Facebook page where we were talking about the, um, I'm one of the few people in the world that thinks mice are cute oh, i don't cute. i don't want them scurrying on me but they're cute it's kind they're of funny to me that, that that evolved into rodents as pets all of a sudden their little ears right well sarah posted yeah. a picture of her classroom rats 
on our Facebook page, and I asked her to give us a call. So you have them, right? Yes, I have two mice. Oh. Oh, my gosh. What's their names? (laughs) David and Patrick. (laughs) Okay. They're absolutely adorable, and the kids just absolutely adore them. Of course. They either love them or hate them. Yes. Some of the kids are like, um, no. Yeah. But others of them absolutely adore them. Um, I have a young man who's in another class. He's not even my student, but he's his teacher has class in my room. And it is such a phenomenal behavior, positive behavior reinforcer with the kids. Oh. You know, if they do what they're supposed to do, they do their work, they don't get in trouble, mm-hmm. then they can play with the mice. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes and spends a few minutes of his lunch playing with the mice. Oh. And then goes off and has his lunch, and so it's it's great. The kids love them. They play with them. They it's like uh, what do you call it? Um, emotional support animals. You know? <laughs> right. Okay. So when you say play with them, you they they come out of their little area, or the kids just reach in and pet. Like, what do you mean play with them? I. I reach in because mm-hmm. my biggest fear is that if one of the kids is, like, chasing them around the aquarium, uh-huh. Uh-huh. that they might get scared. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I reach in and I'll scoop them out. And one, the lighter one, Patrick, he likes to be held more than the darker one, David. <laughs> mm-hmm. David's like, mm. Nobody's and escaped in the so class yet? That's, the, that's, the, that's what I would be worried no. about. No. I have a brick on top of the, <laughs> inclo- uh, the, the lid enclosure, yeah. Yeah. just mm-hmm. to make sure. Yeah. Now that everybody loves them, yeah. you know, that would be my big fear. Like, you, Patrick is loose, and you never see Patrick again, and the kids are devastated. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, and then there's, exactly. a, the, there's the, the, the school cat that you worry about. <laughs> <laughs> or the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, thanks for the call, Sarah, and uh, thank you for sharing the pictures with us. Three things you need to know today. Number one, it's International Women's Day, a day to celebrate achievements of women across the world. So that means cultural, social, economic, all of it. Mm-hmm. I've already, I've only been up for a few hours, and I've already seen a lot of really great stories about women across the world and all the things that they have done. Yeah. Okay, um, and it's also supposed to underscore a woman's right to vote to work, to hold public office and live free, which is, is it's we take for granted that yeah. not all women have those rights that we do here in other parts of the world. Number two, gas prices at an all-time high today. The, the other high was set in 2008, not so much now. We're at $4.11 per gallon average across the country. Yeah. They're still paying like almost 6 bucks a gallon in California. Ooh. And by the end of the week, though, another record. We're expected to um, hit the high of 450 average. Yeah, I saw it again this morning up and I know, down. like, I'm not sure when it'll ease up, but yeah. heading into the summer, it's crazy. Yeah. And number three, did you hear that Maxim Chimerkovsky is heading, planning to head back to Ukraine? He just got out. He just got back. He said he is feeling some survivor's remorse and wants to head back Ooh. and help there in Poland on the ground. He told Anderson Cooper that yesterday. So yeah. uh, we will probably follow him on that journey and he'll let us. Three, three things, things to know today. It's International Women's Day. Yeah, coming up, we'll tell you what that really means and a special message for busy, overwhelmed, young, working mothers. It's International Women's Day, a day you're going to see and feel women celebrated for their accomplishments all over the world. And I think that means all accomplishments, not just, you know, big, big, big things. You don't have to change the world to be 
um, powerful. Mm-hmm. You just don't. Um, Sam, what did you say a minute ago? Every day is International Women's Day. Yes. Nice. Very well played. Scoring points with the ladies. <laughs> yeah. You learned that from Murph, yeah. did you? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, the, it, you'll hear the term empowerment a lot today. Yep. And I know you, you mentioned Oprah as your mentor last time. Not my, well, just somebody well, one that... Of, one of your, I mean, I know you've got a lot... It, any powerful woman has been has mm-hmm. left an impression on you, right? I like... Well, I'm drawn to powerful women because I always felt so powerless. And that surprised me. At what point did that turn around for you and then you felt... Overnight. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, not overnight. Did, did something change? Um, motherhood made me feel more empowered, and it's not for the reasons that you think. There's not something magical that happens to you, you know, that your heart is so filled with joy. Not that a heart wasn't filled with joy, but it's just it's doing all of it and doing it well. Like, you know, it changed my life so much to become a mother, but to hang on to this career. If you guys remember, mm-hmm. I never took longer than six weeks maternity leave, which sometimes I've, I've regretted. Some, you know, I can't go back and do it anyway. Six weeks. Yeah. Um, that was the shortest amount you could take, and I always took it so I could get back to work, and I felt all of, the, all of the incredible emotions that went along with that. I felt like I was in the wrong place when I was here, and then I was scared of losing myself when I became a mother like so many young women do. And I think that's why... You'll see so many women when they have little small children also take on so much else, like they're running marathons and they're joining the board of this and they're accepting outside extracurricular. I did it, remember? Because you don't want to lose yourself in parenthood. I that's what I think. Uh. You 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 know you have this whole identity you've worked, especially if you worked for a career toward a career, and then it has to stop because you have to keep a human alive and yeah. there's so much that goes involved with that because you love that child sure. more than your own life but your own life still matters okay and so that's why you'll see so many young women doing all i did it i became the president of an organization remember, remember that, that. Yeah, when I the did. girls were little yeah and i remember going what am i doing who am, what am i trying to prove i was trying to prove that i could still be me i guess yeah but um being able to just Get into the work, get back to work, and still be a really good mother. Doing those together, exhausting, but made me feel empowered. Because if I can do that, I can do anything is what I felt. And I will tell you, managers across the world, you need to know, nobody's going to get more done in one day than a working mother for you. (laughs) I agree with that. You know why I think rats get a bad rap? Their tails are gross. No, it's because... Usually rats are portrayed as evil or the bad guy in movies. You ever Except Ratatouille. Well, Except yeah, that's Ratatouille. True. That's true. Well, he was they, get, they get the bad rap because they chew through things and they're awful. Well, they're rodents. No, yeah. but like you know, you except for they're Ratatouille, not, they're not clean. Usually, when they show mice, it's cute little mice. Mickey Mouse. You know, was it Stuart Little? The mouse drove the car and everything. Yeah. They just have these cute little personalities. But mice get the. But the rats the, are like rats. It's about perception. Yeah. You're right. It, well, yeah, it's a it, lesson in perception. But they've always been that way. You know, I mean, like. In the 1940s and 50s in movies, you'd hear people call people dirty rats. Yeah. I mean, it's or not, if, yeah. You, if you are a part of a gang and you... you yeah. What, you, you rat on somebody. Yeah, right. Frank Sinatra and the crew. The, the rat, rat pack. pack. Well, they were kind of cool, so maybe like, they did make it cool. You know, like... When, you rat on somebody, you're bad. You ever see these movies where the whole gang is, like, going through the sewer to bust into and somewhere? there's always rats. It's always rats all over that's, you know... Or, because that's where they live. <laughs> For me, it's the way they scurry. Rats and, and mice. Like, I don't... That's why I don't 
want to. I think they're cute, but I don't want to touch them because they the way they scurry. It's just well, you don't want to touch them because they're they're they Filthy. carry disease. I know. Thanks, you know, Papa. Our pest guy. You know that. I mean, he wears a mask and gloves when dealing with them for that very reason. I, I know. know. He wears those freaky shoes too. Well, yeah, he didn't want to take any of that home with him. You know, no matter where it. Freaky shoes. Are they like big and red. They're rubber. You know, I mean, they're. They're rat stompers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You're right. It's a reputation thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny, though? When I think of rats' bodies, your dad taught me an interesting lesson, Murphy. A yeah. long time ago, he was at the house, and there was a squirrel, you know, scurrying Another around. Another cute animal. And I was like, look. And he goes, Psh. He says, those are rats with furry tails. That's just a rat with a pretty tail. I'm like, yeah, well, no. Because he's talking about destruction. You know, they're destructive. They're not particularly clean. You know, I mean, I like squirrels. squirrels. Have prettier faces. They do. They do. And those bushy tails are just a little extra flair. I know they're they're so fun. Yeah. I know. I disagreed with him, but I didn't disagree hey, with him there. Look, they can face. chew through your wiring just like anything else. You know. <sighs> you sound like him. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what's trending. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Pamela Anderson making a lot of news lately because of the, well, the Hulu series Pam and Tommy that she refuses to even talk about. Who's this guy? That's Tommy. Someone else telling the story of what it, you know, was like for Pam and Tommy to have that very personal tape stolen. You know, the best part of that series is the music. It's all 90s, you know, like Nine Inch Nails and all this stuff you haven't heard in forever. Okay, so Pamela Anderson, the other news, and we told you last week, is that she has this Netflix deal to produce her own story, her own documentary about her life and how all of that went down. Supposedly to set it straight. Which is great. You should be the one to tell your own story, period. Um, The other thing is she's busy. She is going to, she's hitting Broadway. She will take over the role of Roxy Hart in Chicago starting next month on Broadway. Really? And it is Pamela That's Anderson's. A big role. I know it is. And it's Pamela Anderson's Broadway debut. Huh. Happy for her for this. That's hard work. Yeah. She wants the challenge. Let's see it. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm glad for her. Um, and you know what? Another woman to celebrate here on International Women's Day. <laughs> um, last night at the ACM's, Miranda Lambert won uh, Entertainer of the Year. I was a and when I'm in the mood for country, yeah. I love to listen to Miranda. About time, right? Yeah. <laughs> Got a really easy way for you to catch up on anything that you missed. That's the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It's free to subscribe to. And, of course, when you do that, you also get an episode every day of a new episode every day of after the show. Um, communication is very important in a household, especially as kids get older and they start driving and doing their own things. Well, communication is so important. I, I, I hit this communication bump almost daily with the girls because of well for one thing it's dinners and suppers like the 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 nights that i don't cook they show up and they're starving Mm -hmm. and the nights when i make a big meal oh i told i told you i had taco bell it's like oh so that this happens a lot but what happened this weekend (laughs) with phoebe coming home unannounced earlier than we expected her almost I almost ruined her life and it almost it almost was the worst moment probably of her whole childhood childhood almost. Home. When you didn't expect, but she lives there she lives at home she was supposed to be home by like midnight yeah um at like 10:40 we hear a rattle in the door and the door the key and she's coming in and I'm standing and we weren't expecting her oh well okay hmm. okay 
Do you know what I'm about to tell him? Oh, yeah. I remember this well. I'm in the kitchen. Uh-oh. Murphy and I had just binged watched a TV uh-huh. show, and I'm standing there. Sweet. I'm not dressed fully. Yeah. And we have a big open space house. There's no room to hide, nowhere mm-hmm. to run, nowhere to hide. And on the side of the front door, on the sides, there are these little windows. What do you call those windows? Windows. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like sure there's a term. windows. Right, yeah, they frame right. the door. So yeah. I see her, and it's like, and I hear her, and I come in. I'm like, oh, wow, it's early. I'm standing there in my underwear in the kitchen. Nowhere to hide, nowhere to run, wide open space. And from out of the side window, I see her boyfriend. Oh. And I... Saw her face and I said, no, 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 Phoebe, no. Because, and she was like, oh, she didn't tell us she was coming home and he was coming with her and he was about to walk in the door. And for whatever reason, this kind of stuff always seems to happen when I'm in the back of the house. So it's like, I hear that right and I'm trying to walk in and so I try to intervene, you know, to. I never even said the word. She understood by my face and by no, 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 no. She she knew what I meant. So she made him walk right back outside until I can go to the back, to the bedroom. Interesting to me that you have no problem being dressed like that in front of an open window, but you know, okay, <laughs> his boyfriend comes home. Back, backyard open window. Yeah. Great news for you, little monsters. Lady Gaga's going out on tour. This is not the piano Vegasy thing, though. This is no, a this stadium is tour. Ball tour. Yeah, this is the one that was scheduled mm, two years ago, but you know the C word that canceled it. I do. Yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> this is only going to be eight dates in the U.S., though. This is a stadium tour, a bunch of okay. them over in Europe, and I then know. eight dates in August and September here in the U.S. Uh, if you bought tickets for the old tour mm-hmm. two years ago in Jersey, Chicago, and Boston, you can still use your tickets. Excellent. But everybody else, New they, tickets. Will, they will be going on sale Monday morning. Guess what, Ooh. Murph? Ooh. I'm going to call my girls, and I'm going to be going to one okay. of them. I, I bet know. you I that just... has got to be like an, a uh-huh. very wonderful visual yes. She is super, speaking of women who are in t- intentional, she is super intentional about you having a crazy good experience. Yeah. And she's one of the most talented artists breathing today. Mm. She's so great. I can't wait.